It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis of the local side. A broadcast doubleheader from West County. Class 3, District 3 semifinals as we set the field for the championship game on Saturday. And here's Glenn Berry with the recap from a busy day in semifinal action. It was another night of doubleheader action in the Class 3 District 3 tournament at West County on Thursday night. Game 1, the seldom seen, at least by this area, Greenville Bears took on the Arcadia Valley Tigers. Greenville used a quick start and a dominant rebounding game to end Arcadia Valley's season with an 84-58 win. Both teams came out shooting fairly well, but Greenville went on a 13-0 run and never looked back. They led 24-10 at the end of 1, 41-21 at the end of two and looked to be running away with the game headed into the second half. However, Arcadia Valley came out smoking in the second half. Back-to-back-to-back threes by Gavin Douglas and one by Gage Douglas, sandwiched around field goals by Greenville, pulled AV within 13 points, but they couldn't get any closer. Both teams finished the quarter scoring 25 points apiece and Greenville put it out of reach with an 18-12 fourth quarter that gave us a final of 84-58 Greenville. After the game, Arcadia Valley Tiger head coach David Prater. Command the boys, though. I, I thought we battled because they jumped on us early and we clearly could have put our heads down and, and they could have got you know away from us early, but uh, we commanded them for keep battling, keep coming after them. Uh, shots wasn't going in. Anything, nothing was going our way and we still battled and you know went in at halftime with a 20-point lead and you know, we talked about it. Hey, just keep your heads up. It's not gonna, you know, it's not gonna be an easy battle. But as long as we keep battling, uh, we can live with the result. The Greenville Bears were led in scoring by Easton Evans with 25. Trey Porter had 18. Cooper Sturgeon had 15, and both Jimmy Marler and Talon McDaniel finished with 11. The Tigers were led in scoring by Gavin Douglas with 20, while Gage Douglas had 11. AV finishes the season at 11 and 14, while Greenville improves to 17 and 6 and advances to the championship game on Saturday. On to the second game, the number two seed Kingston Cougars taking on the number three seed West County Bulldogs. In the first meeting between these two teams this year, West County refused to even guard Aiden Peel, leaving him open to shoot the ball anytime he wanted. Last night, Peel burned the Bulldogs with 20 as Kingston wins it 67-49. Peel opened the scoring with a deep three and helped Kingston to a 14-8 lead at the end of one. The Cougars increased their lead to 33-19 at the half and came out in the second half pushing the lead to 21 at 48-27 headed to the fourth quarter. From there, Kingston hit their free throws while West County struggled shooting numerous desperation three-pointers. Final once again, Kingston 67, West County 49. First, we hear from West County coach Chris LeBriar. We've struggled all year shooting the basketball it's um it's just it's just one of those things uh we've worked on it we've we've uh we've tried to talk about it and and just just different things and it's just uh it it kept going kingston head coach paul hamilton we put ourselves in a position to be where we we wanted to be at the end of the season you know um you can't win it if you're not in it kind of deal so um we're, we're happy with where we're at um it was a battle all night i mean my guys are worn out as they should be. Um, West County is great about providing a battle all 32 minutes, and they did that tonight, and we knew we were going to be in for a dogfight, so I'm happy that we were able to come away with a win. uh, win. They really pushed us the whole way, so happy with the result. Kingston was led in scoring by Cody Yates with 24, while Aiden Peel finished with 20. 
West County was led in scoring by Levi Hale, who finished with 17 before fouling out with under a minute left to play in the game. Jackson Gamble had 12 and Carter Reed had 8. West County ends their season with a record of 16-12, and 12, while Kingston moves on to the championship game on Saturday night with a record of 17-9. and 9. Once again, our finals from Thursday night, Greenville beats Arcadia Valley 84-58 and Kingston beats West County 67-49. That sets up a championship game between the number one seed Greenville Bears and the number two seed Kingston Cougars on Saturday night at West County. From the Class 3 District 3 tournament in Leadwood, for KFMO B104 Sports, I'm Glenn Berry. Glenn, thanks. In the Class 2 District 4 tournament semifinal at Valley Caledonia, the host club Vikings fall to the three seed Brentwood 46-42. Valley Caledonia season comes to a close. Other boys basketball action. Potosi was at DeSoto. The Trojans win 74-37. The Farmington Knights were at home against Union and the Knights win at 73-67. St. Jen beats Perryville on the road 54-40 and Central was at Poplar Bluff and the Mules hand the Rebels a second loss in as many games beating them 79-74. Girls basketball Lutheran St. Charles was at Central, and the Lady Rebels fall in that one 69-55. Fredericktown played host to Dexter in Culture Night, and Dexter wins at 48-34, and North County falls to Owensville 52-23. Coming up today on the local side, a Class 2 District 3 championship game on the girls' hardwood. The top seed Bismarck Lady Indians take on the two seed Lesterville with Ellington. And boys basketball, Herculaneum is at Fredericktown. Broadcast-wise, we are idle today and back at it tomorrow. We'll have three total broadcast games. Class 3 District 3 championship on KFMO at 6 o'clock with pregame coverage starting at 5.30. It'll be Kingston and Greenville from our broadcast on Thursday. That set the field for this one. Then on KFMO Sports Plus on Saturday, Mineral Area College action. The Mac Cards and Lady Cards get their final home game and sophomore night from the Bob Seacrest Fieldhouse as they host State Fair Community College. Coverage of that one starting around 4.30 with tip-off times of 5 and 7. NHL, the St. Louis Blues were in action on Thursday against the New York Islanders, wrapping up a homestand. Alex Ferrario and the Blues Radio Network have the recap. Last night, the Blues closed out their four-game homestand as they welcomed in the New York Islanders. It was Zach Bolduc's debut. Didn't get a whole lot of even strength ice time as there was a total of 10 power plays for both the Islanders and Blues. No goals scored in the first period, but Brandon Saad would break open the scoring with a power play goal of 16th of the season. Then Pavel Buchnevich would score two more goals. The Blues would score three goals in 32 seconds, which set a franchise record for most goals scored. Three goals in a small span. Pavel Buchnevich picked up those two goals in the second period, both at even strength, and then picked up the hat trick with an empty netter before the end of the game. Jordan Bennington stopped 38 shots from the Islanders, and the Blues shut out New York 4 to nothing to win their 30th game of the season. Next up, Detroit Red Wings Saturday, 11 a.m. puck drop, 10.30 pregame skate on the St. Louis Blues Radio Network. Alex, thanks. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister says despite jumping to a 3-0 lead with those three goals in 32 seconds, he didn't like the way his team played. To be honest with you, I didn't I didn't like the way we played after that. Uh, I thought we got caught in a track meet, um, and we just, 
you know, when we're in a game like that, um, we just we got to be more disciplined with how we manage our game. The Blues are back at it on Saturday. Puck drop at 11 a.m. on KFMO. Coverage starting at 10.30 when the Blues travel to Detroit and take on the Red Wings. Major League Baseball, St. Louis Cardinal baseball action this Saturday. It's spring training games. Coverage on B104.3 at 11.55 with puck drop at 12.05 as the Cardinals battle the Miami Marlins from Roger Dean Stadium in Jupiter, Florida. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers play on Saturday at Arkansas, tip-off at 11 a.m. And the St. Louis University Billikens host George Washington College at 2 on Saturday. And St. Louis City SC and Major League Soccer, their season starts tomorrow at 7.30. They'll be on the road at Real Salt Lake. And the NASCAR Cup Series races at Atlanta on Sunday. Austin Sindrick on his confidence level going into Atlanta. We had two really good Atlanta races uh, last year, both both in the spring and in, in the summer. Obviously, that's a place that I feel like we had our heads wrapped around pretty well last year, not just from a qualifying speed standpoint, but from, from a raceability standpoint, um, you know, leading laps in both, and I uh, felt like we had a really good shot to win the summer race. Uh, for for me, I, I, yeah, curious to see if that translates over. Obviously, we have a lot of changes, you know, coming in, into the new season with you know kind of a new body kit and uh, aero package there from from a Ford perspective. But uh, I think it'll be a great opportunity race for us, really. You know, early early part of the season, Daytona and and Atlanta, but also you know two races that could set you in a pretty big point hole very quickly. Coverage on KFMO of the Ambetter Health 400 from Atlanta starts at one o'clock. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis.